welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast. I am your host, Dr. Christopher Lewis. Really excited to have you back again this week. We're Because, you know, every week I am trying to bring you a new dad, a new dad that's going to open your eyes to a new way of fathering because each one of us fathers in a little bit different way. And that's a good thing because every one of us needs to be able to be willing to listen, to learn, to hear what others have to say because the journeys are different but we're all trying to be the best dads that we can be. And, and that's why every week I do bring you a new dad because they do bring a different perspective and it allows for you to be able to listen, to learn and be able to see what you might be able to take out of each of the experiences that these fathers have so that you can be a better father. This week, we've got another great dad, Jake Edlings with us. And Jake is a father of seven. Wow, we're gonna have to really unpack that one because- I, as a father of two, I thought that I had I had my hands full. He's got seven and three daughters along with that. So we're going to talk about that and a lot of other things. Jake, thanks so much for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, Christopher, and it's an honor to be here. I love the podcast. Well, it's my pleasure to talk to you today. I always love starting our opportunity to talk to, with each other with some opportunities to delve a little bit deeper into you as a dad. And the first thing I love to do is turn the clock back in time. Now you've got seven kids and I know they range from very, very young up to 12. So we're going to turn the clock back in time, maybe close to 13 years. Cause I want to go back to that first moment, that first moment when you found out that you're going to be a father, what was going through your head? Yay. And then I hope it's a boy. And then what do I do all within like the first three seconds? <laughs> So it was a scary time, but also was like, okay, I got nine months to figure this out. And then it goes by super fast and all these, and then it's like, oh my goodness, I'm in charge of raising a human being. So it was pretty wild. So that first moment, I know you have three daughters. So talk to me about that first moment that you, you held your daughter and you knew that you were going to be a father to a daughter. What was going through your head then? Yeah. So the reason I wanted a son first is to protect the daughter, you know, type of thing. I think all dads kind of think that way. Well, a lot of dads do. But when I found out it was a baby girl, it's like a different type of joy that it brings because daddies and daughters have that connection that's different. And it's more, I don't know, it's it's like it's more close to your heart in a way. And it was an awesome bonding experience I had when my first daughter's name is Ahava. And when Ahava was still cooking in the oven in in the belly we would every night starting around like i don't know six months into the pregnancy we would sing or hum like jesus loves you once or twice and because i didn't know what to do like my wife's like talk to her like she can start they can start to hear you later on in the pregnancy so i didn't know what to do so i just kind of like hummed that song and then um fast forward to when she was born like two hours after she was born she just started crying like a lot harder and, and everything like that. They obviously all cry, but then my wife's like, sing Jesus loves you. And I started singing Jesus loves you. And she stopped crying, like kind of raised her little head up after being like two hours old, which is not supposed to happen. And then she just kind of like turned in my direction, you know, cause newborns can't see or anything like that. And it was just a, a magical moment that I've never, ever had and never will have again. So right there, we've had this special bond with her specifically and just so many more things after that. Now, I know that 
when you first have children, when you first have that daughter, I've talked to so many dads that they talk about fear, that there's some fear in raising daughters. And I think some of that goes into the fact that, like you said, having a son, you kind of know what you're getting into in the sense that you are a man and you, you know what it takes to, to be a guy or some of the things that guys go through. But when you're raising a daughter, it's a new perspective. So as you look at the daughters that you have in your family and the daughters that you are raising today, what would you say is your biggest fear in raising them? That they're not going to know their true worth or value and how they should be seen by other men or peers or stuff like that. One thing I think that I'd really, we try to instill in them is emotional intelligence in general. And then also just know that you can never control what other people say, think, or do towards you or about you, but that doesn't matter. So um, as long as like, I just, we just try to instill that into them and obviously it doesn't work when they're younger and, and everything and going through elementary school and middle school and it's hard but I think that's one thing and then obviously there's a bunch of really wacky crazy people out there in the world and you want to teach them some sort of like physical self-defense that's a big fear and just being 100% okay with who they are which is a lifelong journey thing for everyone, but just for them to be aware of that and have the proper perspective and expectations. Now, I know that with seven kids, you've got to be able to balance and find time to be able to make those unique relationships with each of your kids. And that's not always going to be an easy thing with, with having to spread that time and, and be able to spread those opportunities. But as you think of your daughters, your three daughters that you have, what's the favorite thing that you like to do? and share with each of your daughters? That's a great question. And it is hard. We want to have multiple kids. We wanted to have like four. And the more you have, the less time you have with them. But if you learn like their personality and their like love language and what they like to do and their interests and stuff that you can really make quality time with them in a matter of, you know, 15 minutes or 30 minutes and definitely still learning in that. But with my oldest, Ahava, she loves to read and tell stories and everything like that. So just listening to her tell me her story, whether it's made up in her head or a book that she's reading, there's that. And then my second daughter, Taylor, she loves just cuddling and watching a show, you know, just me and her. And so that's great time. And then, and then my two-year-old, Amela, she just loves, um, she's very outspoken and kind of like the boss, the little mini boss of the house right now. <laughs> and so just giving her attention and, and asking her to help with things and everything like that is her jam right now. So it's cool. And she's actually at the point where she's almost three, but she's a big vocabulary. And, but one of the best things is just, I love you, dad. You know how she, how, you know how that is like the tone and the, just the look in her eyes and all that stuff. So, and it's almost now I, I need to start like a notebook or a journal to like, make sure I'm following with the trends as they're growing up. Cause I can't remember all this stuff anymore. Especially when you have seven kids trying to keep everything separated and under and remembering who said what, or probably starts to meld together. At least it would in my mind. I would think that that would start to meld together. Oh, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about being a dad to to many, because with seven kids, 
I said the word balance. And I think that finding balance as a father is not always an easy thing with one child, let alone seven kids. So talk to me about how you are balancing, how you're balancing work, home life, being a father to many kids, being a husband, all the different roles, the hats that you wear and how you're doing that. That is a Awesome question. And I think it's one that the first thing that comes into my head is like the work-life balance, you know, the quote unquote work-life balance that people talk about. And I was talking to another gentleman two weeks ago and he said how there really is no true balance. It's like a sliding scale. You're always out of balance somewhere, or at least that's how I've experienced it. And you're always trying to compare yourself to what you think you should be or, or whatnot. And I think the best answer that I have for that is just try to be where your feet are, like be present. And right now, to be honest, it's extremely hard, probably one of the hardest times in my life right now, because there's so much stuff going on. And it's just like, I find, you know, my mind going off to work stuff or professional stuff or relational stuff or marriage stuff or kids stuff or school stuff or family stuff or my parents and like they're getting older. I think about them a lot. Like, and then with my, I have two younger brothers and one of them has two kids and we don't get to see them much. So trying to connect with them and then just trying to juggle all these things, it's hard. And I think one thing that men and dads and new dads, younger dads or whatever need to know is that you're not going to have it all figured out and it's okay not to be okay. And we're more alike than we are different. So have a confident guy friend that you can kind of let loose on or whatever and unleash kind of your feelings because you need to feel the emotions that come in and know how to direct them. Because if you don't, then you'll end up blowing up on your kids for spilling milk or you know what I mean? I've kind of lost the words right now, but it's just important to me that know that I'm not going to be in balance all the time and to just be present. That really helps. That's so important because, you know, one of the things that I have tried my darndest at, not only fathering together, but building the dads with daughters community and dads with sons community is that that fathers need community. Men need community, but we're not good about asking for it. We're not good about reaching out and building those friendships. I guess I'm going to say we're good in high school and college, you know, making friends those ways. You make friends, right? But then you get out into your life. You have families and you have acquaintances, but it's not always as easy to build those friendships. And I, it's something that's just, I don't know exactly why, but I found that with many men that it's very difficult for them to do that. So you have to find ways, whether it's you meet your neighbor and you say, hey, let's go do something. Or let's go up to the gym and work out. Just so you have some commonality, some ways to be able to talk with one another, bring up things that are fun, but bring up things that are serious too. And where you can actually be kind of like you said, vulnerable and being willing to open your heart to saying the things that's really going on and not only talking on the surface level. Because I think that's the other thing that we're challenged with is that a lot of times we stay in that surface. We don't go below. Oh, absolutely. I learned the hard way with that. Still don't do it right all the time. I don't think you're alone in that. 
Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that I know that you've been doing lately is you've been helping other dads. And I love seeing that. I love seeing other dads being able to help other dads. And I know that you're helping to prepare expecting dads to be, as you say on your LinkedIn page, exceptional new dads for their newborns, newborn brain builder. So I know that you've had a podcast that you've started in the past, but you're also working and trying to help train some dads. And that's a little different, something new for you, because I know that your professional life is definitely different than that. But talk to me about what it was about working with other dads that led you to want to do it more, or what was it just in general that made you say, hey, I want to help other dads in this way? Yeah. And the number one thing was that there's a thing called Dunstan baby language, and it talks about the five different types of baby cries. And it's a real thing. Like there's five different types of baby cries that every baby born on this planet make from the minute they're born up until about three months of age. And if they're catered to per the particular sound of cry, then they'll continue that up until like they're able to make more noises and you'll be able to figure out what their mannerisms are. But I can count on my one hand in the last 12 years that I've found people that knew about it. And thankfully, my wife discovered it right before Ahava was born back in 2010. So we use this Dunstan baby language, learning the five different types of baby cries on all our kids. And as we had more, it got easier and easier and easier to manage them and obviously they still cried. They still had all the gassiness and things at times where they couldn't burp or they're, you know, they're wailing at four in the morning for 45 minutes and you want to pull your hair out. I'm bald. So that I obviously pull all my hair out, but that was it. That was the one thing that it was like, all right, I got to get this out to the world. And how do I do that? So it's been a culmination of different things. And now I'm decided I'm writing a book here that releases next week on Amazon Kindle. Hopefully I got a lot of stuff to do before that, but, and, uh, that lays like the foundation or a framework. Like every baby is different. Every parent's different. We are alike. We all have to deal with the same thing. However, after having seven kids and going through this process, there is a framework that we've been able to follow and it works. So that's kind of what the book's about. The pregnancy, birth in the first 90 days. And that's my extreme passion. I can talk about baby stuff all day long. What's the name of the new book that's coming out? It's called The New Daddy Experience. And the subtitle is The Framework, Pregnancy, Birth in the First 90 Days. So it sets that new father up, that new mommy up, and it's written towards the new dad. But obviously moms can read it too and just lays it out. Like there's a lot of stuff out there that is general and boring and this is just straight to the point. I'm blunt with my answers and commentary and stories. And it's easy to read like an email instead of like a school book or whatever. So I'm excited for it. Well, congratulations on that. I definitely know what it's like to get your first published book out into the world. And it's almost like birthing that new baby because you're throwing yeah. something out into the world <laughs> and hope that you've done everything you can to make it successful. And it, it is definitely an exciting time. It certainly is. Now, as you have been talking to other dads, I know that in talking to other dads, even, even through this podcast, one of the things that I love about it is you learn not only about them, but you're learning about yourself. What would you say is, have you learned most in the work that you've done with helping new dads? I think that the first phrase that kind of comes into mind is just, it's okay to not be okay. And, and you'll be okay. 
you know, but sometimes you're not okay and that's okay. <laughs> so, and, and also honestly, like we all have the same thoughts to be honest, like probably 99% of every, every thought that goes through your head from, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this? Like, I'm not ready for this to, oh my goodness, this is so great and wonderful to, oh my gosh, how's my wife or partner doing right now? And is this all going to work out to financial stuff and everything like that? I think it's, um, I think that was the biggest kind of like relief was that everyone else pretty much experiences the same thing that I've done. So if they can do it, I can do it. You know, that's an important thing to be able to, to know, because I think when you go in, especially as a new dad, there are a lot of fears in that regard. Am I doing it right? Am I, you know, really messing up my kid? Am I doing something that is going to completely scar them for life? And you come to find out that, you know what, your kid's going to be okay. Your child's going to be okay. If you are intentional and you're engaged and you are willing to learn and you're doing things to better yourself, you're going to be able to help your child to be the best person that they can be. Yes. And that's great points you just said too. It's simple, but it's hard to do sometimes. It is hard to do. And sometimes that goes back to that building of community and being able to talk to somebody because, you know, the more that you talk to them, the more that you're going to hear those type of things too. Especially if you're making friends with people that have kids older than you, that can be like, just breathe. It's okay. Oh yeah. Get through it. You know, I'm glad you said that about the community thing too, because I think I ran across fathering together a couple of years ago, but as we spoke earlier, before we started to record, I just kind of came into your world and your ecosystem and joined the fatherhood insider. And it's just great. I, I like the, we have these weekly calls and just to know that at every stage of having a kid from zero to 30 or 40 years old, you know, however old your kid is, we all struggle and we all can do it. And we're, and we're all alike in that way, but it's a continual thing. And just to know that there's someone else in your corner right now going through something and maybe you can help them. Maybe you can't help them, but somebody else is there that can offer that help or support or just, Hey, you got this or just to reach out. So it's something that I love and it's very pivotal for me right now as a dad. The one thing that, that every father I think learns is that the struggles that you go through at one age are very different to even a year down the road. And the struggles that I have right now with teenagers in my house is very different than the new father or the father with a toddler or father with a new school age kid. So it's important to be able to talk to dads at different points in their progression because they can reflect back, but also to, to talk with dads that are at the same progression so that you can, let's say commiserate, but also to work <laughs> through it together because that's important as well. And the Fatherhood Insider is a great way to do that. And I appreciate you saying that because we, we definitely are working to build that to be a great inside community for dads to be able to connect with other dads, to learn about being a better father, but also to connect and to be able to engage in a different way. So thank you for saying that. Now, I always finish our interviews with what I like to call our Fatherhood Five, where I ask you five more questions to delve a little bit deeper into you as a dad. You ready? Cool. Yeah, let's go. In one word, what is fatherhood? Serving. When was the time that you finally felt like you succeeded at being a father to a daughter? Never. <laughs> no, I don't know. When you see that glow on their face, 
And there's a special glow. If I was to ask your daughters this question, how would they describe you as a dad? Funny, goofy, and strong. Who inspires you to be a better dad? I think my dad and my dad's dad. They're both different, but I want to make them proud, even though my grandpa passed away. But I think about him a lot. You've said a lot of different things today to provide some advice in different aspects of not only from your life, but in the experience that you've had with other dads. But in finishing up today, what would you say is one piece of advice you'd want to give to every dad? I think in general, you need to learn how to lead your thoughts and direct your emotions. And I know it's kind of a corny statement, but if you really kind of turn inward and think about and become more self-aware in your everyday interactions and everything like that, at least for me, leading my thoughts and directing my emotions is really important and has a huge impact on my family, on my kids, and my environment day to day. Well, Jake, I just want to say thank you for everything that you're doing to help other dads and for sharing your story today. Now, if people want to find out more about you, where should they go? Well, just jakeedling.com, J-A-K-E-E-D-L-I-N-G.com. And I'm building that site right now, but it'll be up very quickly. And then, and then Jake Edling on LinkedIn, Facebook, stuff like that. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat. And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen, carpenters and muscle men, get out and be the world to them. Be the best dad you can be. Be the best dad you can be.